Welcome to Park City Church. You're listening to our weekly message, where we hope you'll be inspired and encouraged to know and follow Jesus and welcome and serve others. Thank you for tuning in. Therefore, we have been buried, uh, since we, we have been buried with him by baptism into his death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. So, so I think this passage has something to say to the best and the worst parts of us. Um, and, you know, we're, I think, probably, depending on sort of stage of life, life experience, we are at different times or seasons in our life more comfortable talking about those aspects. Generally, we'd probably rather talk about the best uh, parts, but uh, also the worst. And, and I want to suggest to you that uh, baptism, that what we read in Romans, that the Christian faith says something um, definitive and life-giving to both of those places. Uh, I, I, uh, I, ran, I ran the Hospital Hill Half Marathon yesterday. And uh, yeah, I really just wanted, <laughs> I just wanted attention, right, uh, obviously. Um, with some others, Todd, who's helping, uh, leads our children and is with them now uh, as well. Austin, who's over here, uh, which I should say before I go on, Austin's from Crosspoint Church, the church that helped plant us. And uh, he does video and stuff for those guys, and they've allowed us to borrow him for the morning to help uh, us capture a bit of what happens with baptism. So he doesn't know anyone in here. And uh, you guys just welcome him as you see him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. You're a... You're a clappy bunch this morning. Um, I realized the camera probably terrifies you, and you're like, I'm not talking to that guy, but like, uh, just help him feel welcome and then pass him on to someone else to film or something. I don't know. Just kidding. So I, I ran. He, he ran with us as well, and, uh, and Pastor David from Cross Points. And, you know, it's in the title, the Hospital Hill Half Marathon, 50th anniversary or whatever, but it was, it was hillier than I anticipated. And I just, I know you're probably wondering, I didn't win. <laughs> uh, actually, I, you know, I, I made it. I'm here this morning, which is an accomplishment. But uh, in all honesty, the hills won, all the hills, all the hills. There were so many hills. Whatever illusions I had of Kansas as like the flat place <laughs> were just painfully broken yesterday. And uh, I thought, you know, in between sort of the moments where I was like, this was a mistake, and the other moments during the race, uh, it did occur to me that I think sometimes, like, that experience maps well over how we think about life, whatever age we are, that, like, we, 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 life is sort of this hill we got to conquer. When we're kids, maybe it's education, maybe it's finding a friend group, maybe it's like acceptance and, you know, that's, that's probably all still true as adults, but maybe it looks different. It's this hill we got to climb. As we grow, maybe it's more educational goals or vocational goals or financial goals or neighborhood goals, or, right? Like it, we, 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 life, I feel like for many of us, becomes this kind of thing. It's just we got we to gotta conquer that hill and the next one and the one after that. We got to be the best parents. We got to be the best neighbors, the best employers or employees. We got to, you know, we got to, we got to move forward. We got to, we got to achieve a PR to borrow the runner lingo, right? A personal record. Every sort of achievement needs to be another milestone to show that we've got it. We can hold this together. We got to run harder, faster, farther, 
We got to conquer that hill. Any, uh, it occurred to me uh, while I was running, which was also inspiration, uh, the sound of music. It made me think of the sound of music, right? Do you remember when the mother superior, the nun, speaks to Julie Andrews? She sings to her. Does anyone remember what she sings? Yes, lovely, right? You got to climb every mountain, right? You got to chase every dream, right? And, 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 and it occurred to me, like, this is how we think about life. And often I think it seeps into how we think about faith. That if this is the way life works, you got to show you're enough, then certainly this is the way God works as well. I, I, I think in the New Testament, the writers use lots of images to talk about baptism. Lots of beautiful ones. One that we read in Romans this morning of death and life, of, 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 of communion with Jesus, that in his death and resurrection, we experience the death and, and resurrection, life. Uh, images of, we've been recently talking about uh, stories in Genesis and the story of Noah and the flood waters, like uh, imagery, the New Testament writers will pick it up to talk about baptism. All sorts of uh, beautiful images. But I was recently reminded, an author kind of was uh, reflecting on uh, this moment, and he went to a story in the New Testament, in the book of Acts. Uh, Philip, one of Jesus' disciples, again, now we're still in that same place. We're on the other side of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. And Philip has an encounter with an Ethiopian uh, eunuch, and they begin talking about Scripture. They're looking at passages in the Old Testament and thinking about, what's this got to do with Jesus? And, and it's a beautiful moment. And in that moment, uh, the Ethiopian says, well, there's a river here. Like, what's keeping me from being baptized? And Philip says, nothing. And then, and then the author I was reading, reflecting on this passage, I don't want to press the point too far, but he makes the observation. He's like, I just think it's worth reflecting on the language here. It says that Philip and the Ethiopian went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. Not up. Right? He, went, he went down into the water, not, not up. And it goes on to reflect on just in the, in the way we think about faith, even in the Old Testament, the temple, the place where God would meet people was on the mountain. You climbed it. You paid for sacrifices. You did the sort of burdensome things you had to do. And then you still had to go uh, up. And, 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 and uh, the author talked about how in this moment of baptism, it's just, you know, I don't want to press it too far, but here we see uh, there's no achievement here. He's going down to the river. Uh, in fact, he, if you think back over the life of Jesus, it's what he does. He comes down to you and, and me. He'll come to a manger at Christmas. He'll begin his ministry, interestingly enough, in the Jordan River. He'll, he'll uh, come down and meet us where we are. And, and I think it's worth holding those two images together. That when we come to, uh, in this case, a baptismal slash jacuzzi tub, right, uh, here, when we come to the waters of baptism, whatever your conversation of faith might be, I think it's worth considering that so often we come to this moment uh, just trying to figure out how we can climb every mountain. But the invitation of baptism is, is not achievement, but surrender, to sort of let go of all of that. It's, it feels more like a leisurely swim than it does a call to be a better version of yourself. Hold it together, get it right, be more moral. It's not any of those things. It's an invitation to surrender, to, to 
come down off the mountain and let Jesus meet you here. I, I don't know. I don't want to press it too far, but I think it's worth some reflection. Uh, he, he went on to, to kind of say one of the things that I think is worth noting. I'll just use his language. He's like, it's popular. Like, it's as popular as mountaintop selfies are today. We all have our version of that, right? Like, the things we post, the things we're proud of, the things that say we're enough, that we've achieved, that we've accomplished, that we've hit whatever marker we believe or society tells us means we've sort of made it to whatever that place is. We all have our version of mountaintop selfies. He says, these will never epitomize the Christian faith. There's too much ascension, too much mountain climbing, too much self-optimization. He says it sends all the wrong messages about the gospel. But at baptism, we're brought into this sort of humble moment of surrender. What's really passive. You, can't, you don't do anything to achieve what, what baptism expresses. The waters of God's grace wash over us. We simply surrender. We surrender. It's not our climb that matters. It's Jesus coming down to meet us and then himself climbing up on a cross, giving everything away so that we can know life. It's not climbing. It's descending. It's not trying harder. It's, it's surrendering. I was, uh, I was like, I don't know, around mile six or seven. I know some of you guys are like, I've chatted with some of you, like, I'll run a half marathon just in my sleep or on a whim. I had to train really hard for this moment and then had peer pressure to help. And, you know, we got out there and uh, this is how I always do. I started out too fast and uh, and then there were hills. Did I mention there were hills? But uh, we got to like mile five. It was like mile five or six. And, uh, you know, Julie Andrews had come and gone and I was like, <laughs> I think I'm done. Uh, and uh, there was a lady hold, holding a sign. So I wasn't quite halfway, but I was close. And there had been like, you know, there's like funny signs at a race. One, one was like, this, this is, let's see, was, her sign had a picture of Christopher Walken, and it said something like, you know, this is no place for Walken or something like that. I, I don't know. I pushed her over, and then I kept going. <laughs> but uh, but uh, there was one lady, no humor, no, nothing inspirational, you know. Her sign simply said, you are not even close, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right? I know, right? You're like, you pushed the wrong person over. Yeah. You, you are not even close. I, I want to suggest to you that, that is the sign over baptism waters to all of us. You are not even close. And, and while on the one hand, that feels like a judgment, it's a challenge. You know, you're like, but, but look at all the things I bring to the table. Look at all the broken things that disqualify, disqualify me from being here to all of us. The waters of baptism say, well, man, I know you're working real hard to climb that hill, but you are not even close. And, and, and it feels like a judgment, but I want to suggest to you this morning that it's a word of life and grace. It's grace. You're, you're not even close, and nothing you do will close the gap on that distance that you feel. Instead, you are invited into surrender. 
the, the confession that Jesus is the one who, who has covered that distance for you. You were not even close, and yet Jesus says to you, that's okay, come on in. I'll cover that distance for you. See, I think, again, we bring the, like, I can, if I push harder, I'll just focus. I'm, I'm, I'm locked in. I, I can do this. And Jesus says to us graciously, whoa, 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 whoa. You're, you're not even close. Just stop. Trust, trust me. Trust what I have done for you. I know, I know in the room are probably swirling all sorts of notions of the Christian faith and what it means to be a Christian. And, you know, we get dressed up, we come to church on Sundays, all those kinds of things. And I, I just want to say that uh, in, the, in the reading we read about baptism, the confession is not like get it mostly together and then experience the life of Christ. The confession is we were dead. You, you were dead. You were not even close and nothing you do can cover that distance you need life from outside of yourself and Jesus says I can give that to you I, I want to uh, make the observation the guy who wrote that Paul right who says like trust in Christ he will cover that distance he he will give you life where all you bring to the table is effort and self-righteousness and brokenness whatever it is he, he will cover that distance the guy who wrote that like, trust Jesus and he'll give you new life. Just a page or two later, just a, a paragraph or so later, we'll say this. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I can't carry it out. I, I don't do the good that I want to do, but the evil that I don't want to do, that's what I keep on doing. You, you can hear it in him. I'm not even close. Paul, the writer of Romans and the new, much of the New Testament, I'm not even close, which makes what happens in baptism, I think, all the more remarkable and beautiful. That, that, that it is, in some sense, a relief. It's, it's, it's like a, it's an exhale from you and me, a surrender. It's not an accomplishment or an achievement. It's a, it's a gift, just like God's work for you in Christ. I don't know what your relationship to that story is. Maybe baptism is a part of your life and some memory and experience from your past. Maybe it's fresher for you. Maybe you've never considered it and, and you're here today to encourage others. I don't know how we relate to that, but my hunch is we all can relate to the feeling of climbing every mountain, feeling like that has left us empty and often broken. Baptism, Jesus says to you, you're not even close, so why don't you just lay it down and trust me? You know, there's uh, all sorts of depictions of baptism in culture, some of them better than others. Do you guys remember the movie, Old Brother, Where Art Thou, from a few years ago? Yeah, uh, a little while back. Um, a, a, an interesting take on all sorts of things, but it's a story of three fugitives in the South, right, and they're sort of on the land. And uh, do you remember the scene where they come up on a baptism in the river? And it's beautiful, right? I think it's Alison Krauss is singing, like, we uh, down, down in the river to pray, this beautiful sort of uh, song, and people in white robes. It's sort of maybe outside of the weird river and trees. You're like, oh, yeah, this is how I envision church. Everybody is dressed up and singing very, you know, properly. Uh, and the pastor's there baptizing folks, right? And it's it's. Beautiful. And off to the side are these three sort of like greasy 
George Clooney is one, and I sadly can't remember the names of any of the others, um, uh, except for the character's name is Delmar. And Delmar, they're in the edge of the water. They're like, what's going on over here? And do you guys remember the scene, some of you? Like Delmar looks at what is happening, the convict, and he interrupts the escape. He interrupts sort of this beautiful riverside church service baptism, and he just tears off through the water. He cuts in line and just like, you know, throws himself in front of the preacher and gets baptized. And then he comes running back to his friends and he's like, I'm clean, right? Like, I've been redeemed, I'm forgiven. And he does this uh, funny interaction where he's like, you know, I've been forgiven for robbing that grocery store. And the, his friends are like, oh, wait, I thought you said you didn't do that. And he stops for a moment, and it, right? He's like, I lied, and I've been forgiven for that too, right? Here's, here's what I think. Here's what I think happens in that moment. Here was a man who recognized he was not even close. And he ran into the waters of baptism from the only place any of us can get there. The confession that however good we think we are or however broken we think we are, we're in the same spot, which is not even close. We're dead in sin and we need a savior. And so in that context, we read words like, therefore, we have been buried with him by baptism into death. So that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. I don't know, maybe you're here this morning. and Like newness of life feels like a thing you want. Maybe you have tried the same old training plans and you're climbing the same old heel, heel, heels, hills over. Too much, oh brother, where art thou, I think. <laughs> you need to hear the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. You're not even close, and that's okay. You're dead in the water. You're dead in the water at your worst, but also at your best. And still Jesus says to you what Delmar said to his friends, come on in, boys, the water is fine. That's the invitation of the gospel to you. Come. Jesus looks at you with all that you bring, your best and your worst. Says you're not even close, but that's okay. Come on in. The water is fine because of what I have done for Will you pray with me? Thank you for listening to the Park City Church Podcast. To learn more about our church and or to find ways to get involved in our community, visit us at parkcitykc.com or follow us on social media at parkcitykc.com.